This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Overnight, Junior Minister Niall Collins said that indoor dining most definitely wouldn't reopen on the 5th of July as planned. The Cabinet will meet later on this morning and will take a decision which will give everybody certainty and clarity as to the number of weeks for which indoor catering and hospitality will be deferred by. Neffet made a recommendation last evening that we defer reopening indoor hospitality for a number of weeks. Michael O'Donovan, chair of the Cork City branch of the Vintners Federation of Ireland, said the delay would be a big letdown for publicans. It's hugely disappointing and... I suppose it's financially going to be crippling for us. I myself got my deliveries in over the last couple of days and I have to pay my suppliers by the end of July. If I can't open in the month of July, that still has to come out of my bank account. And also for my colleagues that really depend on staycations this year, losing possibly now the whole month of July, that would be crippling for them. World Health Organization's COVID-19 special envoy said he disagrees with the vaccine status being used to allow people access to venues. The National Public Health Emergency Team is recommending indoor hospitality apart from hotels should be confined to people who are fully vaccinated only. But Dr David Navarro says it could lead to inequality. Whilst I understand people calling for the use of vaccine status to be something that determines whether or not people can get into a venue or into a country, uh, I myself, in the current circumstances, am not so keen on that because access to vaccine is so unequal in our world. Conditions at the Spring Lane halting site in Cork City have been described as the most unacceptable anywhere in the country. The Minister of State, Joe O'Brien, with responsibility for community development and charities, saw at first hand the living conditions at Spring Lane during a visit there yesterday. Minister O'Brien heard from traveller families living on the site who highlighted concerns about accommodation standards, sewage issues and a lack of maintenance and said he's aware some action has been taken to remedy the situation but he'll be keeping a close eye on progress. The Minister of State is continuing his visit today and will call in on projects and schemes in both Coachford and Newmarket. Gadia Thurlis and Cathy Tipperary appealing for information after a fatal road traffic collision on the M8 southbound yesterday afternoon. Emergency services were alerted shortly after 4 o'clock 
after a two-car collision between Thurris and Cashel. The deceased, a man in his 80s, was pronounced dead at the scene, while a woman in her late 30s was taken to Cork University Hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Gadi are appealing to road users with information to come forward or anyone with camera footage to contact Thurlis Gadi Station. Meanwhile, the M8 southbound reopened earlier between Junction 11, Care South, and Junction 12, Mitchellstown North. Four units of the fire service from Mitchellstown and Care attended the scene of a single vehicle collision just before 7 o'clock this morning. There were no serious injuries reported. Cork County Council has commissioned a large-scale mural celebrating the legendary pirate Anne Bonny on the iconic Stony Steps in Kinsale. The Kinsale Tourism and Business Association had put forward the idea and council sought submissions from the public from which the Anne Bonny theme was chosen. The painting was funded through the Bandon Kinsale Municipal District Town Development Fund and the artists Splattervan were chosen to undertake the project. The latest sport with Firebird Heating Solutions, home of the most environmentally friendly oil boiler on the market, designed and manufactured locally. Choose Firebird.ie. In Gaelic Games, Cork Hurlers continuing preparations for Saturday night's Monster Championship semi-final clash with Limerick comes on the back of a mixed league campaign by Cork, but manager Kieran Kingston is taking positives from it. I said before the start of the league that it was about building a panel for the championship, number one, number two, to give guys an opportunity, with a lot of young guys on the panel, and to give them as much opportunity as we could, and number three was to get some momentum throughout the league, and I think we achieved that in the main. We played 10 has a hurling, we won eight, we lost two. International soccer quarter-final line-up at the Euro 2020 Championship will be confirmed this evening. England and Germany at 5 o'clock at Wembley, followed by Ukraine and Sweden at 8pm at Hamden Park. Tennis Roger Federer beginning his bid for a ninth Wimbledon title this afternoon. 20-time Grand Slam champion up against Adrian Manorino on centre court. In the women's draw, Carlos Suarez Navarro provides the opposition for the top seed Ashley Barty, while seven-time winner Serena Williams goes up against Alexandra Sasanovic. In cycling, the leader Matteo van der Poel holds an eight-second advantage ahead of today's Stage 4 of the Tour de France. Arnaz Dan Martin in 7th place in the overall general classification. You're now up to date on the home of Cork's greatest hits, C103. Keep yourself and others safe from COVID-19 by getting a COVID test as soon as you notice any symptoms. Keeping hands clean, wearing a face covering and keeping your distance. There's better days to come. We can do this. For us all. From the HSE. The C103 has been informed of the following bereavements. Helen Curran, Neil Sullivan, 25 Rockview Terrace, Donrill, passed away peacefully on the 28th of June at Mallow General Hospital. Requiem Mass will be live-streamed on donrailparish.ie tomorrow Wednesday at 2 o'clock in the Church of the Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary Donrail, followed by burial in Old Court Cemetery. Inquiries to Stack Funeral Directors Donrail, 022-24304. Elizabeth Liz O'Brien E. Connolly, 5 Robert Street, Mitchellstown, formerly of Anglesborough, passed away peacefully on the 26th of June at Mercy University Hospital. Liz's funeral will take place privately today. Funeral cortege will leave the Chapel of Rest, Baldwin Street, Mitchellstown at 11.30am and travel via King Square, George's Street, Robert Street and Lower Cork Street on its way to the Church of Mary Conceived Without Sin, Mitchellstown for Requiem Mass at noon, followed by private cremation at the Island Crematorium, Ring of Skiddy. 
Funeral will be live-streamed on mitchellstownparish.ie. No flowers, please. Donations in lieu to the Mercy Hospital Fund, mercyhospitalfoundation.ie. Inquiries to JJ O'Brien Funeral Services, Mitchellstown, 025-24274. For the obituaries you've just heard, you can leave a message of sympathy here on c103.ie. Aryesh de Gorevshir. For full details on the obituaries you've just heard, go to c103.ie. weather. With Blackwater Motors Cork, Formoy and Skibbereen. Even more savings on the 212 Volkswagen range at their open week until July 3rd. Blackwatermotors.ie. Any lingering mist and fog clearing quickly this morning to to leave a warm and a dry day today with spells of sunshine. Highest temperatures today even warmer than yesterday. 20 could go to 22 degrees Celsius. A little cooler though if you're by the coast with a light to moderate northerly breeze. Cork today. today with Patricia Messenger on C103. C103. And a happy Tuesday morning to you as we welcome you along to the programme. John Paul taking your calls 1850-333-103 text and WhatsApp's up and running at 0862-103-103 and as we know the Cabinet meeting this morning to consider the recommendations that were made by Neffet and then we had the Cabinet subcommittee, the COVID subcommittee. They met late uh, last night and into the I think it went on until about one o'clock this morning so they've made, they've come up with the plans. They're now putting it to go to Cabinet and Cabinet need to sign off on it. We're, John Paul is keeping an eye on it. We're trying to get a timeline of when exactly announcements are going to be made uh, today. We haven't got an official timeline at this uh, stage but we do know that the Cabinet will be meeting and they maybe already are meeting this morning and they're considering one of the, con- one of the proposals they're going to consider is to try to develop a system that would permit only those who are fully vaccinated against COVID-19 to eat and drink inside in bars and restaurants. I think we're, everyone now is accepting that we're not going to have the full reopening of indoor dining and indoor hospitality next Monday. But uh, Neffert seemingly has recommended that not, there's nothing to stop fully vaccinated people being allowed to eat and drink inside in a bar, uh, to go into a local pub or to go into a local restaurant. But so, so if the government take that on board and decide, yeah, that is the way forward, it would mean that the reopening of indoor hospitality planned for next Monday, it wouldn't go ahead next Monday. It would still have to be delayed because they would need to put a system in uh, place. Uh, the Cabinet, as I say, met until 1am in the morning trying to put together and formulate some kind of a plan following the recommendations that came from uh, Neffet. If there's an agreement of Cabinet today, the government will aim to have a plan ready by mid-July and that then would lay the foundations for the return of some kind of indoor hospitality. So only fully vaccinated people, if this plan goes ahead, will get the clearance to spend time inside in pubs and uh, restaurants. Now, there's a real mixed view on this and we're already getting in calls and comments in about it. One person is saying, Patricia, if the government are going to allow vaccinated people dine indoors, what about all of the staff in restaurants, most of whom 
are under the age of 30 and they won't be vaccinated. That's the, actually when I heard this plan and, and this suggestion being mooted yesterday, that was the first thing I thought about. So you, you can allow fully vaccinated people into a restaurant, but they'll be served by people who are not fully vaccinated because they can hardly insist that everybody working in hospitality is vaccinated as well. And that listener is right. The under 30s are the group. We haven't even got a timeline for when the under 30s can be vaccinated. And they, in the main, not all. Now I'm waiting for somebody to say, I'm in my 50s and I work in hospitality. But generally speaking, and particularly during the summer months, it is the younger people who fill up those uh, jobs. So that's something obviously that's going to have to be uh, looked at. We did put up a quick Insta poll asking, should the July the 5th reopening of indoor dining should it be delayed should we be allowing it uh, to go ahead and 42% of people said that it should be delayed but 58% of our Insta on our Insta poll said no we should be reopening the doors we've got to learn to live with uh, COVID-19 Richard and Charleville has been on very annoyed about this proposal that we could have fully vaccinated people only being allowed into indoor dining he says we're going to end up with a two-tiered system whereby those who are vaccinated can dine indoors and those who are not will have to sit outside and won't be allowed in I'm in my 30s says uh, early 30s says Richard, I'll be waiting another while for my vaccine. So this means I'm left unable to access certain services like indoor dining. That is simply unfair to those. It's because the, the, the portal is open for 35 and up, isn't it? So it's anybody under the age of 35 doesn't even have a timeline yet and when they can expect to be vaccinated. So Richard is saying it's unfair to people under the age of 35, particularly those in their 20s. It is unfair. We cannot be it, we, it, this cannot be allowed to happen and Richard actually was so annoyed he suggests we should be taken to the streets protesting about it. Pat in from Roy, uh, um, says um, I want to ask a question did anybody ever hear an employer or a restaurant or a public a publican say they won't open the doors until their staff are vaccinated or protected in some way. I don't think they are not too worried about their staff says a texter. Lisa in uh, Skibbereen says, isn't it a mad country that everyone is worried about indoor dining remaining closed? Are we more worried about the pubs and the restaurants closing? Surely there are other issues. And of course, Neffert yesterday in recommending a delay of several weeks to indoor uh, dining. And the reason that they did it was they said thousands of COVID cases. This is what they are predicting will happen every day in August if the Delta variant manages to get a stronghold in this country. Now, it seems and it'll be interesting when the Taoiseach addresses the nation later on today, will we get a sense of this? But according to a lot of newspaper results, uh, newspaper sources today, ministers were said, to, were said to be shocked at the severity of the warning and the scale of the recommendation that came from uh, Neffet. Neffet's advice to government warns of a peak of deaths in August they say as a result of the Delta virus wave of infection in Ireland and obviously they used their modelling they looked to what's going on in England now they did say that the caseloads won't be what we saw in January and I was I have to say I was really surprised when I was listening to this being said that Neffert was saying you know the number of deaths that we were going to have I was a bit surprised by it because surely 
we know already hospitalisation has slowed down and that's because so many in the at-risk group are fully vaccinated. I mean, if you even look at our own figures at the moment, up to yesterday, 49 people in a hospital. That was up two since the weekend and 16 people are seriously unwell inside in ICU. But compare that back in January when we had over 2,000 people in hospital on any one day and over 200 people were in intensive care. I mean, the Delta variant we know is hitting people in their 20s and their early 30s the hardest. And why? It's because they are the group that are not uh, vaccinated. And they are the group that are at a very lower risk of getting seriously ill if infected. So I really am, and I wouldn't dare to question Neffet, but I'm just wondering the modelling that they've used to talk about this, you know, this really severe warning and this peak of deaths in August as a result of the Delta virus. I'm just wondering what where what they're modelling that on. And I can't, and I know I looked and said there was no independent review done to, to, to sort of look at Neffet's figures and say, well, Neffet have come up with that. Let's take, let's get an independent person involved to take a look at what would somebody independent of Neffet say. So I wonder, will that be looked at when the Cabinet discuss that uh, today? But anyway, that's what Neffet are recommending. So certainly I think we're, we're, we are now assuming that the planned reopening for Monday is not going to go ahead. But then as I think Neffert's slightly throwing a spanner in the works by saying, OK, don't reopen it for the unvaccinated, but open it for the vaccinated people uh, instead. But then it's the industry, it's people within the industry, the publicans and the restaurateurs who've been unable to provide any kind of an indoor, uh, or particularly the ones who haven't been able to provide an outdoor service. They are the ones who really are at a loss because of this. I mean, there's people already, publicans already who've got stock in, stock that they're now saying is going to go to waste. And there's a lot of publicans are really, really frustrated and restaurateurs are frustrated because they're witnessing hotels who can cater for up to 100 people indoors and yet just because they were a restaurant or just they, they, because they were a gastropub they have to remain uh, shut. So within the hospitality industry there certainly is a lot of anger going on. But I suppose decisions now have to be made and this is what Cabinet will be doing this morning. We have to look at everything. We have to look at what is an acceptable risk and obviously when Neffet are coming out with such stark warnings like they are coming out with and talking about a peak of death in August, I'm assuming that that's what the Cabinet will be will be looking at. And, you know, they'll be questioning and asking things like, could we live with ourselves if there was another very bad wave of uh, the virus and if we stuck to the reopening plans and then suddenly we said, well, well we didn't listen to Neffert this time round and there was a chance that hospital wards suddenly were seeing a huge rise in the number of COVID cases. I mean, the question is, is that the price that we are willing to pay? And I suppose that's what the Cabinet today I certainly would not like to be making the decisions around it, but we'll wait. As I say, we've no timeline and we don't know when as to what stage today but it is expected maybe sometime later this morning or early into the afternoon but we welcome your thoughts where are you where are you on where are you sitting on the fence on this one with with our Instapoll 
42% of people saying we should delay reopening. 58% are saying no. Uh, Certainly people under the age of 85 seem to be really, really annoyed by this decision and this suggestion and this proposal that you would allow indoor dining, but only for those that are fully vaccinated, knowing that that younger age group are weeks away from having a vaccination. Your thoughts welcome to 1850-333-103. John Paul taking your calls. Phone lines have been busy, so don't forget you can also use text and WhatsApp to 0862-103-103. I'm at a party I don't wanna be at And I don't ever wear a suit and tie I Wondering if I can sneak out the back Nobody's even looking me in my eyes Can you take my hand, finish my drink, say shall we dance? Hell yeah, you know I love you, did I ever tell you? You make it better like that Don't think I fit in at this party so much to say yeah. I always feel like I'm nobody mm. Who wants to fit in anyway Cause I don't care when I'm with my baby yeah. All the bad things disappear But you're making me feel that maybe I am somebody I can deal with the bad nights When I'm with my baby yeah. Party, we don't wanna be at. Turn the top, but we can hear ourselves. Specialists, I'd rather kiss them right back. But all these people all around are crippled with anxiety. But I'm told it's where we're supposed to be. You know what? It's kinda crazy, cause I really don't mind. Can you make it better like that? Don't think we fit in at this party. Everyone's got so much to say. Oh, yeah. Cause I don't care when I'm with my baby, yeah All the bad things disappear You're making me feel like maybe I am somebody I can deal with the bad nights When I'm with my baby, yeah Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Cause I don't care as long as you just hold me near You can take me anywhere Like you're the only one here. I don't like nobody but you, baby. I don't care. I don't like nobody but you. I hate everyone here. I don't like nobody but you, baby. Yeah, cause I don't care.
Right, it's Justin Bieber and Ed Sheeran on C103 and I don't care. A lot of people commenting this morning. Joe and Domamway says, we are fully vaccinated. We've no intention of eating inside. We love eating outside. We love the fresh air. It is perfect, says Joe. Trish, that recommendation, says another listener, is crazy. Open for vaccinated people only. What about families? They'll have some vaccinated and others not. We're talking about dividing families to go out for a meal at night. And think of all of the extra work for owners of these premises standing at the door having to check people to make sure they're vaccinated or not either open up for all of society or don't open up and yes one of your previous listeners is correct the vaccinated people who would be going into these establishments would then be served by a lot of unvaccinated people not making any sense at all Hi says another texter what a ridiculous situation not to open the rest of hospitality what's the difference between being indoors in a hotel to eat and drink and being indoors in a bar are in a uh, restaurant cannot see the difference why says another texter is it that our country don't seem to be aware of what's going on elsewhere for months with coronavirus everywhere every other country seems to be aware and moving on for instance the UK know what is going on and in France they are looking at they have vaccines against multivariants which are going to trial the UK have already put in their order but of our government I have I've yet to hear about that but then what is new well if there's a, if there are new that's booster shots you're talking about. Remember, we're in with the EU, so the orders that go in for the EU, we are included in that as well. And they have, or they are already looking at, at boosters and who's got, not everyone's going to need a booster, but they're already looking at who will need a booster and who won't. Patricia, I think it's ridiculous that pubs can't reopen. They're allowing people to go to matches. They're allowing people to go to the cinema, open up the bars to the over 40s, because most of the over 40s have their vaccines got already. And that would tie in with what Neffert are recommending to open it up for fully vaccinated people only. Morning Patricia. The latest recommendation defies logic. I thought the vaccine was a free choice for everyone but this is taking away your freedom of choice. Tony Houlihan seems to be running the country and not the government. What happens if a group of six people arrive at a restaurant and one isn't vaccinated for whatever reason? Do you turn them all away? An episode of Father Ted comes to mind says this uh, texter and a whatsapper. I know I feel that now is the time for the 60 to 70 year olds who have yet to get their second AstraZeneca shot to now stand up and be counted and insist we get a Pfizer jab immediately as our second dose. If Angela Merkel can do it, then why can't we? The Germans are usually ahead of the loop. Leo, Leo will have a lot to answer for if those deaths in Neffert's prophecy come to pass. We need to stand up and be counted, says a listener speaking on behalf of those in their 60s. And quickly, some of your calls in. Kira in Kinsale. I prefer with the current weather to eat outdoors and in the summertime I always try and eat outdoors so I don't know what people are making such a big deal about at the moment Mary says I was out at the weekend and because there was no room for outdoor dining all the places were full and booked out there was a situation whereby cars were parked everywhere and all over the place uh, because people were trying to queue for takeaways also Mary feels the prices at takeaways are the same as if you're sitting down for a meal surely says Mary takeaway prices should be cheaper. 
Tom in Rathgormack. This is just gone ridiculous now when you can stay in a hotel and eat indoors but if you're not staying you have to eat outdoors. We all have to learn to live our lives at some stage. We have to learn to live with COVID. We live with flus and other viruses. We need to learn to live with COVID. And Evelyn in Glanmire says I understand where people are coming from with their concerns on the indoor dining not going ahead but the bigger issue here is Neffet saying people must be vaccinated. What about those who are waiting for their vaccines? And then there's the issue of businesses have remained closed now for well over a year. It seems to be too much control compared to other countries and people's mood are being affected by it. But some of your calls and comments in on uh, as we await the Cabinet to sign off on what is to happen around indoor dining. 1850-333-103. John Paul taking your calls. Text WhatsApp 0862 Cork today on C103. With John Cusack Insurance's Kinsale, now part of McCarthy Insurance Group. They don't just talk the talk, they walk the walk. CMIG.ie. Hear all the biggest hits from your favourite festival stars non-stop. C103's Back Garden Festival is now streaming exclusively online. Listen to our or go to c103.ie The Back Garden Festival with Harvey Norman and JBL your specialist in sound this summer from C103 For C103 photos, videos and more follow us on Instagram and get a good look at what's going on across Cork Search Instagram for at C103 Cork This is the sound of 230,000 homes being powered by wind. And this? A light illuminated through recycling. By 2030, our renewable energy will power one-third of Irish homes. Now you're hearing our restored peatlands quietly capturing carbon over the coming years as we look to lead the way in meeting Ireland's climate action targets. Big change sometimes happens quietly. Learn more at boardnamona.ie. Looking for a career-focused degree? You'll find it at MTU Munster Technological University. Choose from 140 courses across Cork and Kerry campuses. Choose world-class learning opportunities in state-of-the-art facilities. Choose a community of 18,000 students in Ireland's newest technological university. Choose MTU, Munster Technological University, succeeding together. CAO change of mind deadline is July 1st. Visit mtu.ie. Craft like sport takes passion and practice. Eyes and hands working together, creating something beautiful. I'm Rachel Blackmore. This summer, we can support Ireland's makers and shop for beautiful things in-store or online at madelocal.ie. Love Made Local. Supported by Design and Crafts Council. Record today on C103. Call Patricia with your comment. 1850-333-103. Now I'll get back to your calls and comments, but I want to move to a completely different topic because a team of litter pickers are attempting to clean up what has been described as the dirtiest beach in Cork. And the group say they won't stop until it's safe once again for families to enjoy. To chat about the cleanup of White Bay, which is near Tobolgan, I'm joined by Princess Otuma of of Clean Coasts, uh, Ballynamona. Good morning, Chip Francis. Good morning, Patricia. Uh, well, it's always great to have you have you on on the program. Now, tell me a little bit about White Bay and just how dirty it has become. Um, to, so, I suppose for a bit of balance, White Bay is one of the 
gems in Cork Harbour. It is a beautiful Mediterranean-like beach, but sadly, um, it's just been winnowed for years. Um, so you've got a lot of uh, marine litter, lots of old plastic wash. Okay, we have an we have an issue with Pronchius's line. I'd say we may have to put him onto a different line. I don't know if it's the area it's in, whether he's going to be able to clean up that line or not. But let's uh, John Paul uh, get Pronchius back on a different line and I'll bring you some of your, I, I can still see lots and lots of calls and comments uh, coming in from uh, listeners. Let me take a quick look at uh, some of them. Somebody says, when the listener says, somebody earlier had said, it's like a scene out of Father Ted, what's going on, particularly with Neffet recommending that people who are un, people who are vaccinated can go into restaurants where people are unvaccinated or not. Somebody says, no, Father Ted are streets ahead of this crowd. Those who got Pfizer could get AstraZeneca top up as well as vice versa. Would that not even it up and try to push ahead with getting as many people vaccinated as possible? Because I think that's one of the things that they are trying to do is Pranchias back with me? He is. Are you back with me, Pranchias? I am. Back. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know whether it's the signal or where you are. Okay. You're giving us a bit of a background to explain about White Bay and why it's so littered. So yeah. So basically, it's been winnowed for years, and it, 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 there's there's lots of um, old uh, plastic um, washed up, and a lot of bottle caps. Um, I think where where I, I was speaking there was uh, about you know people in Cork would be familiar with Cork and um, CMP dairies, and we found three. Um, old plastic milk bottles. You know, at, you know the, the last time I remember those being around was the mid nineties. So I mean, this kind of goes to show how old some of the plastic is that's actually washed up there. And um, one of the other items we found was a Jay's fluid plastic bottle, offering a one penny discount. Now, Patricia, I'm not sure when the last time you got excited about a one penny or one p discount, but look, you know, decimalisation came in in 1971 and it, it left in 1999. With the uh, with the advent of the euro, so look, this is the kind of stuff that we're finding. So that was that was one part of the problem. Another part of the issue is that you've got sewage related litter. Uh. Um, now, sewage related litter is basically somebody flushing something into the toilet that shouldn't be. There's only three things that should go in your toilet: uh, pee, poo, and paper. And if it doesn't fit into those three categories, um, you know, you know, you've like facial wipes or wet wipes, those kind of things. Um, you know, we found a lot of four-inch blue straws. There's, there's no such thing. What they actually are are their um, their cotton buds. Because they've um, been, they've been, been they're, they're banned now, aren't they? They well, I wouldn't say they're banned, but I mean, certainly, I know the you know the, the makers have moved to a cardboard type um, a stem. Um, so yeah, I mean, with, with single-use plastics, I, I, they are banned in the in the use of, but. You're, you're looking at the legacy issue. I mean, you know, look at the legacy that we have from plastic milk bottles of the 90s. They're still yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in another 30 years, yeah, it's another 30 years, whoever's sitting in this seat will be doing an interview with somebody like your good self who will be talking about these straws <laughs> and people not even knowing that, yeah. that buds, the cotton buds had a plastic piece and, and we'll it's, be giving a history lesson on it. It's absolutely. It's, yeah. kind of like, it's kind of like the, the cassette tape, you know, how many, how many people of the younger generation would know what a cassette tape or the link between a cassette tape and a pen in trying to rewind it but look for those people listening the best thing that you can do is in your bathroom today make sure there's a bin because yeah. anything that's outside of people or paper it goes into the bin everything else you know those three things go into the charge everything else goes into the bin and um, so what else then you have I suppose uh, an issue there is that there's 
there's two sides to White Bay. So there's the part that's tidal that you can really only access safely when the tide is out. Um, there is a kind of a little slope down to it. But I suppose that we would have found lots of evidence of broken glass, um, uh, I suppose, from maybe, you know, parties, antisocial type behaviour or whatever have you. Um, <clears throat> so where, where someone would have, with their empty, would have flung it. I mean, you know, the picture that the examiner put out yesterday, I mean, it does look positively Mediterranean. It is a gorgeous beach where the tide goes out. It expo- I mean, it is beautiful. I mean, there's boats anchored off it. Um, when we were doing the clean up there, there was there was there was a family <laughs> sailed in and 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 you know brought out their towels and you know they were they were kind of looking for a safe place to go. But I mean, you know, your your sister radio station in '96 it was only brought to my attention on Sunday, and the examiner covered a story where 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 a young girl had you know cut her leg badly on on a on a disposable barbecue and, and had to go to A and E and get stitches. So these are the kind of that issues that we're facing. I mean, ultimately. Um, you know, with with good, like most people bring their, you know, what they bring to the beach, most people bring that stuff home, you know, and that's ultimately, you know, we're all going to have a staycation summer. And um, I mean, you know, listening to your, your piece beforehand there about businesses who are wondering whether they're going to be open, we really need to pull together as as a country. So where we are, I mean, we are so like in, 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 uh, in Yall and in Ballycotton, in the in the Ballycotton Bay, I mean, people are so reliant on our our coastline for for tourism, for jobs, for security, you know. And if people um, go to a beach and it's not in um, a usable condition, the likelihood of that person coming to the beach and maybe spending, you know, um, a, a few euro in a local eatery. You know, it's it's so important that we bring our, our litter home this summer and respect yeah. where we're going. Yeah, and I mean, I, when you mentioned the barbecue, I always remember a story from a few years ago from a friend of mine. Now, it happened up in Dublin where she was on the beach and this a little little toddler, little fellow was about three, started screaming and of course family running to see what was wrong with the child. And somebody had brought one of those disposable barbecues to the beach, which is a fantastic, great idea. And, you know, cook up your, your sausages and your burgers or whatever you're having yourself. And they then decided to bury it in the sand and went off. Yeah. And of course, the little fellow was running down the beach and stood into yeah. it and and yeah. ended up having to be rushed to hospital, but burned both of the soles of his feet because they left yeah. the hot embers. And, you know, the frustration you're by the sea, you could put it out and then bring it home with you. But people Absolutely. think, oh, I can bury it in the sand and what, it'll disappear forever. No, it won't. No, look, I mean, you know, anybody like, we'd, we're always welcoming of new people to come out volunteering with us. I mean, you know, you have to see it to believe it. And, and I suppose, you know, sometimes we're only pointing out the obvious. And once it's pointed out, you know, it's, it's, it's so obvious that, you know, there, there's a change of behaviour there automatically. But yeah, look, I suppose from our point of view, um, you're looking at dune systems in a lot of the places that we go to and that we are cleaning up. Um, dune systems are very fragile systems. I mean, they're really, I suppose, they're they're part of the coastal defence that we're so reliant on. Um, you know, as we have rising sea level, I mean, you know, I suppose a place that, that's in, in, in serious danger is the Maharees and Kerry, where they're looking at nature-based solutions and they're just trying to stave off becoming an island. You know, so like when you're going to coastal areas, don't walk in the dunes. I mean, I know there was a, a fad uh, because of a TV production company where where you had a GA team running up and down the dunes. Yeah, system. yeah. It's yeah. the last thing the dune system needs yeah. is for, you know, like the leave no trace thing. Why stood? It, it's 
not perfect because if you're going to camp out on a dune system or light a fire, you're not actually leaving no trace. You're actually damaging the dune system. And look, it's 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 very difficult, I suppose, to be coming on and saying, "Don't do this, don't do that." It 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 that's not the messaging that we're we're trying to get across. It's just to you know be responsible of what, where you're going and that you know your actions could could have an impact, whether it's twenty five or thirty years later with you know you know uh, rubbish that you threw away today washing up in twenty five or thirty years time, or in the case of the disposable barbecue buried in the sand where you've got a young child who's burning their feet mm. or getting cut open. So it's just to kind of take you know I suppose just to, to think about the consequences of what you do. Please do go out and enjoy the, you know the coast. I mean it's it's a fabulous amenity. I mean it's so good to get out into the coast and, and connect with the nature. And um, it's just to you know, just to be cognizant of, of how we go about it. Yeah, and leave it leave it for everybody to enjoy it and for future generations to enjoy it. Tell me about your gator that you've put in place oh, now yeah. since April. Yeah. The gator we have, uh, so I suppose beforehand we would have had a quad bike, so we're always so safety. I mean, we're, we're seven years in this game um, as a, a voluntary, you know, uh, group um, and safety is always the thing. So I suppose we, 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 we I suppose when you're doing your your health and safety assessments and reviews and whatever have you. Um, we found something that's safer and it's the John Deere Gator. It's um, a super machine, there's two seats in it and it is ideal for, you know, in particular in, in White Bay when you've got some of the bags of litter um, were 20, 25 kilos and um, trying to carry those up the hill 800 metres to a kilometre is no fun for, no it's not. So, and it's, 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 it's I suppose, you know, there's, there's a health and safety issue here when you're, you know, we've got volunteers from four to 84. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it wouldn't be possible for everyone to carry the type of, of marine litter and, and stuff that we're picking up out. So um, this is brilliant. Um, it's, it's a super machine. I mean, it was, we, we were able to get it with the help of Kerry Tools and Cork, uh, Fisheries Local Action Group, which is um, looked after by Board of Shkawara, um, Irish Distillers, and... Um, uh, who else? I don't want to be leaving anybody else. Oh yeah, and King Coast itself. So um, and Declan's plan and Plan Trailers has been really good to us as well in in you know and helping us to to, to transport well, it around. It's, and it's definitely helping helping with the clean up. You've been cleaning beaches now, I think, since twenty fifteen. Yeah. Do, does it does it ever get soul destroying to go go out and clean up? And it just seems to be never ending. Do you know sometimes sometimes it does. Sometimes you happen upon a scene let's say, where um, you come across uh, wild campers, and, and wild campers is, is, a, is a very polite term to, to, to describe some of the scenes that we come across. Um, sometimes it does, but you know what? There's, there's a good band of people in the group, and you know what? We go out, we just go into it, and it's, 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 it's a circle of education where you're just, you know, I mean, opportunities presented like you this morning just to talk about our work and just to kind of, I suppose, just to bring a small bit of awareness, you know, um, about how important our coast is and never more so than, than in 2021 um, in, in, a, in, a, in a pandemic where, where, where people are, are furloughed and businesses are, are really struggling for survival and no more so than, than businesses in East Cork. I mean, myself and my own family, we went on our, our holidays last week for two days and we went to the Gary Bowl Hotel. Well it was brilliant. <laughs> it was absolutely brilliant. The pool and beaches and, and the, the, the pathways for biodiversity out in the front and the green areas by the playground. It was amazing and the staff were brilliant there. And we, we 
we had a ball. I mean, we, we brought the two kids. They're they're nearly five and and two and a half, and it was ideal. And and the staff could have done more. And for just us. to have somebody else serve you your food, there's something <laughs> you know and, and make your bed. There's something wonderful about it. Okay. Uh, absolutely. And listen, but, well done to you and everybody else uh, involved with the clean up. I mean, I think you know more than anything, you you epitomise that you're you're lighting the candle rather than cursing the darkness but you, and it doesn't stop you you keep at it so so continue good luck with your work uh, Prunchies Thank and, you and you're always open to new volunteers uh, We're always open to new volunteers I mean look we, we are I suppose we have a like when I started 2015 I did not envisage that we would have what we have today um, we have a, I suppose a small little kind of industry going and I suppose like like many other people today I suppose we've been victims of the pandemic as well because it's very difficult to try you know we always like businesses local businesses always would help us out with an invoice you know if we had to pay something like we we paid out 500 euros there last week and I have no idea where it's coming from Continue good luck with your work at Prunchius. Enjoy the summer and thanks a million for talking to us on the programme. Thank you so much. Good morning to you. Bye bye. Prunchius Sotuma there of Clean Coasts, uh, Ballynamona. 1850 333 103. Cork today on C103. With Sean Cusack Insurance's Kinsale. Now part of McCarthy Insurance Group. For motor, home, business, farm, life, and health insurance, cmig.ie. How well do you know the Rebel County from the Lock to the Lee and Sarah Green to Roy Keane? Whatever it takes. Every morning on Cork's More Music Breakfast, enter Ken's Pure Cork Quiz to win cash. Answer three Cork questions in just 20 seconds to win 103 euro. And we play twice a day at 7.20 and 8.20. Take me to the top, I'm ready for whatever it takes. More Music Breakfast with Ken Tobin. Weekdays from 6am. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Only on C103. Kate here from Blackwater Motors. Our 212 Open Week is now on, saving you even more on the 212 Volkswagen range. Polo, Golf, Tiguan, T-Cross, ID3 and ID4. Scrappage contributions of up to €2,000 and 0% PCP finance. T's and C's apply. Blackwater Motors 212 Open Week now on until July 3rd. Blackwater Motors Volkswagen Cork for Moyne Skibbereen. Blackwatermotors.ie Talk Sports Top 5 of Almost Everything is the brilliant new book inspired by Talk Sports' legendary 5 at 5 feature. Enjoy a blistering hardback beano of all-time trivia top 5s specially selected by Adrian Durham and Darren Goff from ultimate sporting icons to top telly themes plus loads of laugh-out-loud top 5 lists to rate and debate. Talk Sports Top 5 of Almost Everything for only $12.99. Grab it now at talksport.com forward slash shop. We look forward to welcoming you to our Plaza Motorway service stations. Quality food and four courts with Supermax, Papa John's, Super Subs, Bewley's Barista, Max Place Deli and Spa. Come for the fuel, stay for the food. The Plaza Group, the perfect pit stop on your journey. Now open at the Port Leash Plaza. Record today on C103. Text or WhatsApp Patricia with your comment. 086 Now last week during our discussion on homelessness in the West Cork region, one possible solution put forward was to look at over-the-shop premises which are lying idle in nearly every town and village nationwide. Fianna Fáil, Cork South West, Dáil Deputy Christopher O'Sullivan is calling on the government to take action and bring some of these properties back to life. And Deputy Christopher O'Sullivan joins me. Good morning to you, Christopher. Morning, Patricia. And, and you're welcome. Have we any idea on the numbers of apartments that are lying idle over shops and businesses? So, in terms of the breakdown about apartments over shops and businesses, um, the, the the breakdown isn't exactly there. But uh, under, according to the 2016 census and an article that was later published in the Irish Examiner in 2017, it was estimated that in the region of units, uh, vacant units in total in Cork County, uh, stood at about 23. A thousand, and as you can imagine, a large portion of that uh, would be those over the shop premises. And if you uh, take a stroll through many of um, Cork towns uh, and even villages, um, you'll see this for yourself. Yeah, just um, just look up and you'll see them. Yeah, and and it's it's not. I suppose it's not just exclusively those over the shop premises. I mean, you could you can walk down some villages and some high streets, uh, and if you know an entire side of the street, um, those premises and those properties and those units that come onto the street, not just the -the over-the-shop premises, um, they're vacant. Uh, Some of them are in uh, quite a bad state of repair. Some of them uh, would only require a small bit of work to bring them to a habitable standard. Um, But it it is um, a huge issue. And considering uh, the housing shortage that we have and considering uh, Figures in the last couple of days suggesting that house prices have increased by 13% mm. outside uh, Dublin. Um, and considering as well the fact that our town centres 
Um, many of them are in trouble. They need revitalization. They need uh, a bit of renewal. They need f- footfall on the street yeah, that will encourage is, people to go into cafes I, and restaurants. Yeah, there, there's, I, a, there's an, an issue there. I mentioned this earlier. I mean, if, if you did bring people back living onto the main streets of towns and villages, it brings life, doesn't it, back into the centre of those towns and villages? It does, Patricia, and I'm not sure if you've, uh, you probably are familiar with a lot of these uh, vintage photography and images of towns like Clannacilty, Mallow, Bandon, Bantry, Skibreen, from, you know, the the turn of the, from the 1920 into the 20th century, uh, 1900s. Um, you see images of streets that are just full mm. of people, um, and that is because all of those units, um, they would have had a business downstairs, be it a draper, be it a butcher, uh, and upstairs the, the family would have lived. That's changed, uh, and I can testify to the fact that uh, in many of these towns, if you uh, walk up the stairs into those units above the over-the-shop premises, they're in quite a bad state of repair. So I really do feel that now is the time, um, considering the housing shortage that we have, considering the fact that the um, availability of houses is simply not there to meet demand, that we have a solution right under our noses. The, 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 the units are there, the houses are there, the overshot premises, they are already there. What we need now is legislative change that will encourage uh, the refurbishment and upkeep of these units to make them habitable. Um, and secondly, proper uh, grant aid. Uh, now, we've, we've tried this scheme called the Repair and Lease Scheme. Um, to my knowledge, uh, in, in 2019, only two um, premises availed of this Repair and Lease Scheme. This is where you get a small grant and then it's, it's leased into social housing. We need significant grant aid because if uh, the premises owner or the owner of that unit isn't incentivized to uh, refurbish this unit or bring it into a habit condition, they're, then they're going to stay there. Uh, and it's going to leave these, you know, we, the, the Taoiseach himself has said and estimated that we need in the region of 40,000 units per year in order to satisfy the housing demand that's out there nationally. Um, 23,000 vacant units in Cork County in 2017. Part of the solution is there. It's right in front of our faces. We just need a bit of imagination, a bit of legislation and a bit of willpower. Um, and there's a real opportunity for us to, to bring these units into the housing yeah, market. Be it, that be, be that social housing, which is yeah. obviously very important, but also, um, you know, the private market. People may want to, 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 to buy these units. And I'm thinking of single people in particular. There's very little suitable housing out there um, for older single people. Um, who, who, there's very little suitable housing out there for them and that there's a potential solution here you know OK I can hear something ringing in the background Do you need sorry, to... that's a, no that's the that's Shannon Bell oh that's sorry Bell, OK yeah. alright OK uh, just OK so and just on, on what's going on in, in Dublin at the moment where are you and what's your view on what Neffert is recommending and particularly we're getting a lot of calls in about this uh, notion of indoor dining for vaccinated uh, people the unvaccinated people certainly not happy with that proposal Apologies about the bell, by the way. That should stop uh, pretty shortly. So sorry to be irritating your listeners with that. But um, first of all, look, I just want to say this very clearly. I want indoor dining uh, to reopen. We all want uh, indoor dining to reopen. Uh, It's we said this from the very outset that the hospitality sector, restaurants, cafes, pubs, would be the hardest hit by this pandemic, and that's that's uh, turning out to be the case. So I want indoor dining to reopen. But having said that. Um, look, what I expect, the Cabinet is meeting now as we speak, um, and I do expect, uh, from what I'm hearing around the, the, 
the floors of Leinster House that there will be um, something in the region of a two-week delay um, on indoor dining. That's really difficult, and I would love nothing better uh, for the Taoiseach to stand up on uh, government buildings uh, today and say, listen, um, we believe that we can keep this under control and we can open, uh, reopen indoor dining. But if the advice that you're getting from health professionals and from NEFIT, who, to be fair, although they've taken a very cautious approach, they've led us to a situation where we have one of the lowest mortality rates uh, in the world and one of the lowest incidence rates in the world. Um, so, and that is largely from listening to NEFIT advice. So I think, and my view on it is, I want indoor dining to reopen, but I think it's better to buy time, to buy us a couple of weeks to increase vaccination, to get the most vulnerable fully vaccinated. The vaccination um, rate has jumped up significantly. It's, it's an unbelievable um, setup uh, over the last couple of weeks. You're talking 300,000 vaccines per week. Um, it, 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 there's a significant wrapping up. So if we can buy that time, it means that we can get this under control and that we can open up fully. And what would be the worst, I think, possible scenario is that if we reopen, if case numbers get out of hand and we're coming back in August, September and saying to the hospitality industry, sorry, guys, we're going to have to close down again. I know this, absolutely this nobody be, wants that. This has to be the but last if they, if they go measure. with, if they do decide, and, and I think everyone says it's almost inevitable now there's going to be a two-week delay, so rather than next Monday the 5th, it was instead moved to the 19th of July. Will there be a firm commitment, Christopher, that things will open on the 19th of July? From the, for, the hosp, for the industry's point of view, we're already hearing from publicans who've put their orders in already, thinking they were going to open next Monday. Yeah, and, and I can't even begin to understand how that difficult that is for hospitality, for pub owners, for restaurant owners who have already made orders. And I think that is why, in fairness, the Taoiseach brought forward the NEFIT meeting and has brought forward the Cabinet meeting today to at least give uh, restaurateurs and publicans uh, some bit of time uh, to, to, to get their affairs in order. Uh, but in terms of firm, firm commitments... Um, Patricia, as you know well, this virus is, uh, is essentially a moving feast. It's very hard to predict. Who would have predicted that um, a Delta variant would have come along and complicated things even further? Um, I really think uh, that, uh, you know, if we can buy that time, uh, those two weeks to up the vaccination rate, get the, um, you know, we, we've already seen announcements that the second vaccine of AstraZeneca has been reduced from eight weeks to four weeks to now in order to buy that time. I'm delighted and encouraged to hear NEFID advice saying that there can be a mix and match of vaccines. So I heard a, a caller um, in your show earlier talking about the second vaccination. If you've received one dose of AstraZeneca, can you re receive another dose? I understand that now can be the case, and I think a lot of those in the 50 to 60 age group or 60 to 70 age group who had received their first dose of AstraZeneca will be heartened at the possibility that they may be able to receive um, a second dose of Pfizer. So uh, that, that's important. But look, it's, it's, it's tough. Um, as I say, I think we all want indoor dining uh, to the reopen. The vaccine passport to allowing vaccinated people to dine indoors, that would be really hard to put in place. I personally would uh, err on the side of caution with that. I really, I, I think already with the fact that those staying in hotels can eat indoors while a visitor will have to sit outdoors, that's already, um, and you know, I, I tried it myself. I, I passed Ross Carberry the other day. I popped into the, the Celtic Ross Hotel when while the residents were dining indoors, uh, we were on the outside and it was almost already creating some type of um, social divide. Uh, and I think that's something that we really have to steer away from, particularly as, as one of your callers correctly pointed out, you could lead to situations where one family member is fully vaccinated and the other isn't, and it, it, it would be causing an unfair divide. Now, I'd, I'd err on the side of the caution. I 
I hope myself that that doesn't form part of reopening plans. I think two-week delay, let's buy okay. time, let's have increase you, the vaccination rate. Have you rate. any idea on a timeline on when we can expect to hear news today? Uh, the Cabinet meeting is due to finish at 1. Uh, I understand Stephen Donnelly will be uh, going on national media at 1pm. Uh, now, whether or not he'll have any um, detail or definite decision in terms of reopening, I don't know, but it'll certainly be today at some point, okay. Patricia. Okay. The Cabinet is meeting as we speak. Early afternoon, hopefully. Okay, listen, Christopher, we leave it there. Thank you for that, and thanks for Thank joining you, us on the programme. Good bye morning bye. to you. That is uh, Cork Southwest Dole Deputy for Fianna Fáil, Christopher O'Sullivan. Uh, 1850-333-103, and I know we got sidetracked there at the end, uh, but his uh, initial uh, issue, I think, and I'm interested to hear from people, because whenever we mention housing, people, there's always a huge, huge uh, reaction on it. Those over for the shop premises and those buildings that were once houses on main streets and towns and villages uh, should there be money reinvested into them. Some of them will need a lot of renovation work but others may may not need much but you just think of the life it will inject back into our high streets both in our villages and our towns. 1850-333-103 Our lines are open. John Paul's taking your calls. Text or WhatsApp 0862-103-103 Court today on C103 With Sean Cusack Insurance's can sale. Now part of McCarthy Insurance Group. Want great advice? You know who to talk to. CMIG.ie Drive Time with Martina O'Donoghue on C103 C103 Join me every weekday from 4 and I'll get you home with Cork's greatest hits and lots more and lots more. Choose our feel-good song of the day and we'll brighten up your journey with our feel-good story. Feel-good story and we'll keep you moving with the very latest traffic info and local news for Cork. Drive time weekdays from four with McCroom Motors leading the way for Toyota hybrids. The place to order your 212 Toyota. See McCroomMotors.com on C103. C103. You'll instantly love the exciting new arrivals at Harry Kari. View in store at Turner's Cross Retail Park or online at HarryKari.com. Harry Kari, see what's in store. The new Dunn Stores app puts better value at your fingertips. Scroll your way through these weekly wonders. Treat yourself to O'Donnell's Crisps sharing range and selected Nestle Bar 4-packs, now half price. Plus, Purcell Detergent Pods 50-pack and Comfort Fabric Conditioner 3-litre are better than half price. Download the app today and receive a one-time 10 off 30 welcome voucher. Dunn Stores, always better value. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome voucher can be used in next grocery shop of 30 euro or more. When you're with Electric Ireland, you're part of something bigger. That's how we can offer our customers rewards that really matter with Electric Ireland Rewards. Like being able to save money on your energy bill by using your Super Value Real Rewards points or money back vouchers. Plus exclusive access to competitions and breaks away. Even more proof that we're brighter together. Visit electricirelandrewards.ie to sign up and start reaping your rewards. If you're aged 35 to 39, you'll be offered your free COVID-19 vaccine next. You can register now on hse.ie. When it's time for your vaccine, we'll send you a text with your appointment time and location. You'll be invited to get your vaccine at a HSE vaccination centre. If you can't register online... Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.